Hello and welcome to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. And in today's episode we're going to be talking about an interesting topic I think it would be very nice to mention. Which are the steps to setting your own boundaries and I realize and I know and I want you to also know the importance of setting and having healthy boundaries with everyone and anyone and even yourself um, to protect yourself from potential harm but to also even just be fair with others. State what you want and make what you want and don't want clear without having to be either so foggy, mysterious, quote-unquote, about it or straightforward, aggressive, or even passive-aggressive about it, which is, either way, it's bad, and it's not going to serve you well, and it's not going to serve the people around you well, and it might even backfire. So, this is why setting and having healthy boundaries is extremely important, and I talked about those boundaries in the personal Bill of Rights. If you haven't checked those out, please do. And so this one um, is a step process. It's uh, taken from psychcentral.com and the blog post is entitled 10 steps to setting healthy boundaries. So number one is clearly identify your boundary. Now you know whether this thing you want it or not. You know if you disagree with it or not. You know if you're gonna follow it or not. Just you know it. You, you I'm pretty sure you know it. If you don't at least take a piece of paper, a sheet of paper, a pen, and write those things down. You know, just figure out some time, you know, on your own. Just be by yourself having some quiet time and figure those things out on your own. You you will f- identify them. You will find them out. You will find out your boundaries. When you stay on your own for a minute or two and just identify them. Your brain will tell you what it is you want and you don't want. What it is you like, you don't like. What it is you agree and disagree with. Even just, you know, draw a table or a mind map. Whatever helps your mind to be a genius, creative thing. And just identify them. Identify your boundaries. So under identifying your boundaries, it's extremely uh, important... For step number two, which is understand why you need the boundary. So after you stated each and every boundary of yours, you have to understand why you need it. Just circle it, point out an arrow beside it, and just mention why it's important to you. Why do you need it? what it means for you, what's the purpose behind this boundary, and just write it down, just visualize it, or even just think about it, and record your voice on your phone if you're an an audio, how do I say it, auditory learner, um, and make sure you state your why, because your why matters a lot, okay? matters so much 
Number three is be straightforward. And being straightforward is definitely, first of all, between you and yourself. And second, between you and the people you interact with. So being straightforward requires you to be honest with yourself. Just be honest. Identify those boundaries honestly. Say your why for those boundaries exactly. And be honest. Be straightforward. Sometimes it's going to be shocking. Sometimes it's going to be difficult for you to determine for sure if that boundary is going to help you or not. Sometimes you may think that boundary specifically will be unfair for others, especially because it's very extremely difficult for us empaths to think about ourselves, you know, and sometimes having to exclude people from the equation, it's going to be very hard for empaths. But please, it's important for you to stay straightforward. Even if it's unfair for you, for others, it may not be fair for everyone. Remember that people are not the same. Some people may disagree with that boundary. Some people will will agree with that boundary. And so you might win either way. The most important thing is you have to protect yourself. And I know sometimes it may be selfish. It may be self-centered to have to think about yourself before everybody else. But think about this example or quote. Remember in, in airplanes, usually when we travel... They always tell you to put on the, the mask, the oxygen mask on your face first and then go and save everybody else. If they ever, you know, if there's an accident, God forbid, or something wrong happened to the plane, you save yourself first and then you go and save others. And that's the point. You save yourself first. You set your boundaries for you first. And then you put them for other people. And then you decide whether or not it's fair for you first, then for others. Remember yourself before others, okay? And sometimes it's necessary to be selfish. Enough, enough of those thoughts, thinking patterns, and addictive thoughts of what about her? What about him? What if I am doing this because... You know, what if it's unfair for her? What if they get hurt? You know, what if I win and they lose? Sometimes you just have to separate yourself from others. And just be straightforward about it. Just state, state it clearly. And this is a very huge step. Step number four is don't apologize or give long explanations. Okay? And I think I already mentioned this. Implying this step. Don't. You, you really don't have to apologize. For setting a certain boundary. Think about it. Remember all those times when you didn't set that boundary. For example. On the phone. Or in a meeting. You expect uh, the other person to arrive on time. There's no problem with that at all. Just as you arrived, you know, a while before the timing is on, 
you know, the right timing. That person came in late, 30 minutes late. Would that make you feel good? Just ask yourself those very simple questions and you figure it out. You'll figure it out by the time you experience, you get to experience a similar experience to the one you had before, like in a meeting, you make sure your standards are met. Okay? And if you don't like people to come in late in a meeting, you absolutely have the right to, to determine that and you have the right to absolutely own that standard and that boundary. And if people find it, you know, some people find it arguable for them to be entitled and uh, talk you out of being punctual and organized and coming in time. And if that's a problem for them, it's a problem for them. It's not a problem for you. And when you set a boundary, you do not explain if they have engagements or some sort of, you know, like uh, something they had to do, an urgent thing they had to do, and they had to come up with excuses, for example, in other situations, it might be forgivable sometimes, you know, it's fine. But if it's overly done, it's like a pattern of theirs, then there has to be a boundary that's put. It has to be straightforward. And if they find it annoying to the point where they always ask you, like, why did you do this? What's the point of this? Like, what are you going to gain for th from this? What's in it for me? You tell them there's nothing in it for you or me. I don't like to explain the reason. I just want to set this boundary clear. I want to have the standard clear with everyone. You're not the exception and you're not the only person that I'm applying this rule on. So your turn would be to either respect the rule or leave. Simple. I don't have to wait here 30 whole minutes waiting for you because you had something to do or an urgent thing or an whatever type of excuse you've had. Your problems are your problems alone. I do not like facing other problems, other people's problems, because I don't take responsibility in them. And believe me, between parentheses, there is no shame in saying that. Absolutely, it felt so good right now just saying that. Because I'm imagining myself in the situation, and I'd like you to also imagine yourself in the situation, and just say these words out loud to yourself even, just for five seconds. And you'll, and, and, and it might be hard and difficult for, at first. Because you've never been able to say this because in narcissistic abuse, you've always grown up in this environment where speaking up was forbidden and you always had to shut up. Well, now it's time to speak up. Your voice is gonna save your life. So, if you imagine yourself in this situation right now and you think about it, how would that feel? How would those, how would these sentences I just said would feel if you, if you said them yourself or paraphrased them your own way and made it clear you don't want your boundary to be crossed 
and you don't want to be responsible for other people's problems and you don't have a reason for this you don't want to explain it you put it you say it please i do not have a reason why i put this boundary i do not like to explain or simply put i don't like to apologize for putting this boundary and then it's up to you to either respect it or leave me as a whole you know don't say i'm sorry because i'm sorry is going to put you in the position where you're inferior i hate to say that word i really do but it's going to put you in this position where you're apologizing for your own boundary and then you take it back and then that person that person sorry can cross your boundary one more time three more times a hundred more times and it won't matter because you're apologizing again which is which is something you shouldn't do really don't have to explain overly explain or apologize if you said it and you put it and you state it clearly there's no reason to even have to think about an apology or an explanation okay it puts you in a strong position and it gives you your power back make sure you have your power when you say this you'll feel powerful but not to the point where you're dominating or being in control of of everybody else here control freak no no not to that point no <laughs> we're not control freaks here but to be powerful enough to realize how much you're worth it okay um number step number 5 would be to use a calm and polite tone see how i used a very polite and calm tone with this i'm not screaming i'm not speaking in a loud tone of voice i'm not shouting i'm not screaming i'm not even whispering right now i'm not doing neither of those i'm speaking in a very calm and polite but also firm tone a clear tone of voice that states what it has to state that's not loud or whispering that's neither loud nor too quiet that's what i wanted to say um so you have to make sure you say what you want to say you put your boundary calmly politely and firmly all right next is step number 6 start with tighter boundaries and then loosen whenever appropriate say for example you don't want someone to be 5 minute late uh sorry <laughs> what you don't want that person to be 5 minutes late of the meeting first make it tight and strict and then with time and with um, getting to know this person more probably in dating you might want to adjust it a little bit say next time you don't want them to be 10 minutes late next time you don't want them to be at most 15 minutes late and that's it cuz 
if it's longer than 15 minutes, you better leave. Like, no. Seriously. So, you might want to make it tight at first, like very strict. And then, whenever appropriate for you, loosen it a little bit. But not to the point where it feels like these people can be too comfortable in your own boundaries because not that's not going to be good for you. That's not going to work well for you. And you're going to be in this position where you're weak. We don't want to be weak. Right? So, loosen those boundaries to the point where it feels appropriate and fine. Beyond that is no longer tolerable. Okay? Alright. I hope I made sense. Uh, Step number seven. Address boundary violations early. So, boundary violations may happen, or should I say most likely do happen at some point, okay? You are not in this position, in this time, at this point. I will not allow you to be quiet over boundary violations. And in general, facing... I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Um, I know this is bothersome. I really hate this. But you gotta bear with me. I'm so sorry. Aggressive burps. <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, what was I saying? Um... So yeah, uh, boundary violations can and will happen at a certain point. What you shouldn't do is be quiet. You shouldn't also be rude and aggressive and all over the place for some somebody violating your boundaries. I know, I know, it might be so irritating and so annoying when someone keeps violating your boundaries like they don't care in the world. Like, they don't have a care for the world, and they do it over and over and over again, and it's like they're stepping on you. Like, they're stepping on your standards, and you endure it. Then you have to stop. Make sure you face, tackle those boundary violations early on. Because when you do it, it's gonna be a wake up alarm for people to wake up and stop stepping on your standards so much and maybe it'll train them to behave less carelessly next time if you talk about those boundary violations early on it'll wake them up to stop And look at the situation from your perspective and then stop wasting your energy and time when they violate your boundaries. Because, essentially, if you address the situation later on, or maybe even never address it, you will always feel sorry for yourself. You're always going to be put in this frustrating situation where... You might even not even, you might not even be able to do anything about it. You feel like it's hopeless. It's, it's never gonna end. It's, you know, I'm not gonna be able to do anything about this. And I might, I might as well give up, you know, and all those negative thoughts. 
And then you're feeling helpless and then you're not going to do anything about it, which is bad. If you address it late, this person has already crossed your boundaries too many times to count. And now you're facing them? That's not going to work very well here. So make sure you address the situation early on so that you can be as serious about your boundaries as possible. Because remember, if you address these boundaries early on, you are showing these people you mean business and you're not joking around, okay? If you don't address these situations or address these boundary violations later on, people will not take you seriously and they will keep on messing around with your mood and temper and screwing your boundaries up, so... Better address those boundary violations early on. Alright, and step number eight would be don't make it personal. Don't take the offense offense so personally. Remember sometimes relationships can feel like a transactional process. Or not just relationships, but in general, maybe a lot of things may feel like it's transactional, but that's that's how it is sometimes. And you really shouldn't take things so personally. Because maybe at the end of the day, that person had an authentic, real, credible excuse as to why maybe they came in late for the meeting. Maybe they did. They weren't lying the whole time. Maybe. And, um, you know, um, maybe this person meant it when they apologized last time and they were trying to do their best to not come in late for the meeting. Because remember, 99% of the things that happen in our lives are out of our control. Even you cannot control how you breathe, for God's sake. It's just automatic. I'm just saying it's an example, right? And so... You really shouldn't take things too personally to the point where you feel so offended and personally attacked over this issue of somebody violating your boundary. Because... A lot of times, people don't really mean so bad. You know, maybe people don't really have that kind of bad intentions. You will know, you will know for sure with the signs if you're able to observe and detect well enough. You will see signs that this person is not going to be trustworthy, is not going to be reliable, is not going to be honest. And they might as well violate your boundaries if you ever decide to set any. And so, basically. But again, you'll also know if the person is going to be reliable, trustworthy, um, good to do, good to handle, to deal with. Um, with signs as well, signs that are positive. You will know that for sure. 
And if anything happens that's out of either of your control, please don't take things too personally to the point where you're personally offended and then you hate this person and then you get annoyed with this person even though actually there should be a differentiation between who that person is and what they do because a lot of times trust me you'll find you'll find that this person is amazing everything like they're really amazing Um, in their personality and how they deal with people, how sociable they are, how conscientious and hardworking they are, how chill they are, how agreeable they might be, etc. But what they do, sometimes the stuff they do is just sometimes can be unbearable. And you have to make sure you, you make, you distinguish the personality from the things they do. Because not everyone is bad for doing something particular not so well. You know what I'm saying? They can be an amazing person who shows up late, always five minutes late. But that still doesn't make them a bad person. It's just something that they do. They can be an amazing person who watches so much TV and is stressed out the whole time. But that doesn't make them a bad person overall. So, see, there's a difference. And you have to be aware of that difference. You have to distinguish that. And so, if they do this stuff, don't take it too personally where you feel like you're offended or personally uh, taken for granted granted <laughs> and um, that you're attacked for whatever reason or that you're dealt with in a way that's heartless and out of glee okay not everyone does things out of glee so just to make sure do that don't make it don't take it personal Nine, step number nine would be use a support system. And this is a huge, important thing to do. You don't want to find yourself on your own the whole time. Finding a support system is a huge thing. And it's important, extremely crucial for you. Because people's opinions matter right? It's not like we don't care about people's opinions at all, because then we'd be living on planet Mars, right? But um, people's opinions matter at a certain point. Please do not do not listen to your friends and family's opinion in general. If you have a healthy relationship with them, then please be my guest. But in general, please don't, because usually what happens is they talk you out of the stuff you want to do they will talk you out of your own boundaries you want to set so just saying but if you're going to want to use support system go ahead and be part of a support group on facebook or uh, group therapy 
um, those work. Those actually work. Because people have no idea what your life is, and they will advise you. This is the strangest thing I found. I don't know if you found this. I don't know if you encountered this kind of thing, but usually people who know you the most are going to talk you out of every single shit you tell them about. Literally. And I'm not even exaggerating. And people who don't know anything about your life will support you the most. I don't know. It's just, it's so weird and miraculous. But it happens 99.99% of the time. Again, I don't know if the situation happens to you as well. If it does, congrats. If it doesn't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I don't care. I'm just saying like, you know, maybe you look at it differently. Maybe you have a different perspective about it. It's totally fine by me. I don't really, you know, I don't want to dominate for whatever reason. Maybe sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll have another opinion about it but this the point is using a support system that doesn't know your the whole story of your life is a good idea because it's going to help you determine the kind of boundaries you want to set how far these boundaries are going to be put in place and applied in real life But also, they're going to support you in general. Even if you feel your worst, they're going to be there for you and they're going to lift you up. And it's just so miraculous. It's so strange and beautiful. Because I can't explain it. It's just so nice. You know? So, don't forget to use a support system. Very, very important step of the process. Okay? And finally, step number 10 is trust your intuition. I don't really think they are organized in a specific, like, organized way, but at least, you know, to, to an extent, this process makes sense. Um, I think would be the most important thing out of all these steps would be to trust your intuition because you will know for sure if it gives you a badass ache, you will know you have to get out of the situation because it's so painful, it's so hurtful, it's going to cause you some trouble, it's going to give you some problems, you might as well get out of the situation as soon as possible. You know, trust it, trust your gut. I really am emphasizing this point really, 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 really well. Yeah, seriously, okay, really seriously. Um, trust it. Believe in it. Because it tells you. It'll tell you for sure if this person is going to be good for you and with you or not. Or if they're going to be good to you or not. They're gonna, it's going to tell you. Everyone expresses their own feelings. Everyone's intuition expresses itself differently in everyone. It just depends on how well you receive the signs that your body is giving you and um, if you trust it well enough. But please, please trust it, okay? Because 
is the only thing that's gonna remain with you for the rest of your life. So you might as well trust it now before it's too late. I'm just saying. Okay? Trust your intuition because it's gonna be there for you. It's gonna help you. It's gonna help you make sure, distinguish, and determine whether or not you can set your boundaries well with this person or not. You can rely on this person for trusting you and believing in you and believing that you mean business and that you're serious about setting your boundaries or not. And if that person is ever going to be intentionally or unintentionally able to step on your standards or not, violate your boundaries or not. So... Trust your intuition. I can't say this enough. Very, very, very important. So to set your boundaries, these were the 10 steps to setting healthy boundaries. And I hope I made sense by the end of this episode. And uh, yeah, so I definitely do hope you enjoyed and uh learn something from today's episode benefited from it some way shape or form as much as i enjoyed recording it and sharing this information with you i really love recording every single episode and love that you hear and love that you engage it's so oh my god amazing like the feeling it just ah. Uh, feels so life-saving um so yeah i hope i saved your life today in any way shape or form you know um please don't take me seriously sometimes when i curse too much maybe that day i'm in such a crazy mood that i curse too much and i just like to express my anger cursing too much so just a note there (laughs) Um, and, uh, right, so, if you want to see this podcast successful and thriving, please do not hesitate to support it. Even the smallest amount is very much appreciated, and it'll mean the world to me. You'll be given a special shout-out in the next episode that I'll be recording. And please don't forget to check out the Instagram page, the Facebook page, the website, and uh, as well as the merch store. I'll be having a few articles posted there, so if you'd like, you can come in and join the family and check out the links in the show notes. And, you know, subscribe if you find... Of course, you can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, all the platforms. And... um yeah i think that's it i'll see you in the next episode